on the air, on your phone, and even your smart speaker. You're listening to Joey and Lauren On Demand. The show starts now. It's Joey and Lauren. A new list came out of the worst gifts to receive. Doesn't matter the occasion. This is not like themed. It is just like overall the worst gifts to receive. And they're back. I'm thinking of so many of them. Now, I, I really hope gift cards not on there. Because I think gift cards are great gifts. And I feel like people give me crap all the time yeah, for getting gift cards. Yeah, let me look cards. here. So I'm not going to read them all. I think there's 50. Yeah, there's 50. I'm not, I'm not, going, <laughs> I'm not going all the way. I'll just give you a like, hand. Like electric blanket is 49. Electric toothbrush is 43. Hair dryer is 37. I'm going to give you the top 10. But I, I do want to bring up 11 because I've never heard of this in my life. A new map of the United States is number 11. <laughs> So like that would be number one for me. Like you give me that, I'd be like, why? I, well, I know my dad would enjoy a map. Like my dad, but my dad's a big map guy. Not anymore. I think they use GPS. They may just like go off their gut. Like the, my dad may still just like yep. look at it. I don't know if my dad goes turn by turn, but like back in the day, he had the huge map. And he was so excited before road trips. I feel like roads that out. change too much now yeah. to just go off of a map that is 10 years old or however old it is. Because right now it's like even since, you know, I've lived where I live, I feel like everything has changed yeah. in the last few months. Even um, like, do you remember just following MapQuest? Yeah, now that feels difficult yeah. where you're just like, okay, uh, I'm on this road for four miles. And then you're like tracking how long you've been on the road. No, I need the little robot voice to tell me when to turn. Yeah. Down. So uh, number 11 is new map of the United States. Let's give you the top 10, though, of worst gifts, okay, to receive. Number 10 is movies you've already seen. Like someone giving you like a limited edition <laughs> DVD, but like a movie you have or you've already seen, no one wants that. That's well, kind of interesting. They really love the movie and they're like really big into it. Like what if this is a Marvel guy and he loves... He loves Spider-Man or something. You know what I mean? You gift the Spider-Man movies. Yeah, my brothers would enjoy this. My brothers love movies, and I believe they both still uh, have, like, Blu-ray players. And they st- they'll still, like, go and buy a movie. See, I haven't bought a movie in a couple years. Yeah. Maybe longer than that. Same. Maybe, like, five, six years. All right, here we go. Number nine, Aftershave. Terrible <laughs> gift. I don't yeah, use I Aftershave. Any, of, any type of um, toiletry feels yeah. like, why a gift? Just just get it on your own at some point. This is where it gets a little interesting. Number eight, hankies. So oh, yeah. I mean, hankies like, what about me a, what about a decorative hanky you would put in a suit or something like that? That's weird. And okay. uh, and they're gross. Number seven is a tie. Okay, that's like the typical dad gift. Yeah, I feel bad because I have given my dad when my dad was still working before he retired. But did he wear a tie was, every day? He did wear a tie every day. I feel like that day. is kind of a good gift if it's something that you know he would use. Best tie I ever got my dad. I got him a SpongeBob SquarePants tie, and the best part was the bottom of it was square. So you know how ties <laughs> ties come to a point at the did bottom. Did he wear it? Yeah, oh yeah, he did. He loved it, that and it so literally cute. SpongeBob's face, but it was a full-on square at the <laughs> bottom. All right, uh, number six, cufflinks. I have yeah. a shirt for cufflinks. Yeah. I think I have one pair of cufflinks, but I have no idea where they are. Again, it has to be a gift for someone who would wear cufflinks. Yeah. These are the worst gifts to receive. Number five, children's toys. Maybe for an adult, I'm thinking, because, like, toys for kids is great. Yeah, it must be for adults. Number four, soap on a string. What? Which apparently is a thing. Can we put bath bombs on that list? What is soap on a string? I don't know. You should Google soap on a string. I don't know if it's a specific brand, but soap on a string is number four. So many questions. Yeah, I I don't know if that's a very specific thing. Soap on a string. Oh, I think I've kind of seen something like this. 
What about a bath weird. bomb? I, I haven't looked at the full list of 50. Do you think a bath bomb is a good gift or a bad gift? Uh, for me, it would probably go unused because I feel like I don't have time yeah. to take a bath. I know I would love to, but I'm like, eh. We but if somebody some bathes all the time, it's a good gift. We have a, a bag of that like Epsom bath salt, and I swear to you we've had it for 15 years. And you still <laughs> just like everyone once. When I'm looks. sick. Yeah. All right, here we go. Top three. Number three, car manual. <laughs> Hey, Dad, I know you got that Audi. Here you go, just in case you lose it. I've never Doesn't opened car my car manual. That? Yeah. Plus, I don't even think people use car manuals anymore. They YouTube it or they Google it. Yeah, I've never used mine. Yeah. Number two, diet plan. Yeah. That that's, should be number one. Even if they say it, I don't care if your significant other looks at you and says, all I want for my birthday is a diet plan. Do not show up with like, hey, I got you this book on keto. Don't Maybe do it. Maybe just give them that. When they ask for it on a random occasion, but like yep. a birthday gift feels a little ew. I bring this up every time we talk about bad gifts. We had someone text us once and said for their anniversary, they were given by their husband, now ex-husband, hydroxy cut pills. I'll never Gosh, forget that. So she said on our anniversary, my my husband gave me hydroxy cut. And, and number she one, didn't ask for it? No. Yeah. Number one, bad romance novels. Those oh, little okay. paperback novels yeah, you see at the grocery store. Some people who would like them. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Why do I feel like your mom would rock a she, she romance might. novel? Who knows? I'm like, you, know, you should gift her one, see what happens. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not picking up message. that vibe. Yeah, no thanks. <laughs> it's Joey and Lauren's Trending Stories. I feel like Shrek, like the movie franchise, has a cult following. For yeah. some reason, I feel like, does it feel like Shrek has gotten more popular now than it was when it first came out? Yeah, when it first came out, it was it was kind well, of a yeah, big deal, but, but for some reason, I yeah, feel like yeah. everybody loves it again all well, of a sudden. haven't you seen those Shrek raves that they do? So, like, depending on... What? Yes. Again, they, I'm not joking. Like, six months ago, it was here, and it was a Shrek rave. And what it is, I kid you not, it's like a random, you, random club or whatever, and people dress up like Shrek and Donkey and all the characters, and they just rave out to techno music. What? Not you can Shrek look it up. Rave? You can look. It, I don't know if it's called I Shrek feel like Rave. I or need to do this. Yeah, I'll, I'll show you. You go ahead with yeah, your story, and I will show because, you the Shrek yeah, Rave. Yeah, I feel like Shrek is super popular again. I mean, we talked recently about the Shrek Crocs. Like those are a really big thing. Uh, but now Shrek's Swamp is available to book on Airbnb. It is an exact, honestly, exact replica of his swamp. So I'm going to show you some some photos. Does this not look crazy similar to Whoa. the movie? So there's the inside. You saw the outside. There's like the bedroom. That's giving me flashbacks. Steven got the sign, the kitchen. There's a little outhouse out there just like in the movie. And uh, they've got like donkey right there on that, uh, that recliner. Crazy. But it's just crazy because it's like you can actually uh, book this. I believe this is in... Scotland. Yeah, that's in Scotland. I was double checking, but they say that there's an ambiance of earwax candlelight. Kick your feet up with a parfait. You have to be a really <laughs> big Shrek fan. Yeah. Enjoy a stack of freshly made waffles in the morning. And then they say you can have the ultimate privacy of Shrek's trusted outhouse. And then he can take a, you can just take a little bath in the mud swamp. There you go. Look, there's pictures of the Shrek, Shrek rave. rave. That's a real thing. They have tours and everything. Shrek that rave. Look it so up, people. Weird. Google it. You want to dress up like Shrek and Donkey and just go blast out to techno music? So, do they just listen to a bunch of Smash there's, Mouth? No, no, no. There's a there's a Shrek techno song that says, "Stop! What, what's this line about the swamp? Get Stop, out of my swamp! Get out of my swamp!" And it's like, I'm, I kid you not, I'm not making this up. It's like, get out of my swamp! <laughs> yeah, I'm serious. Ogres have layers, 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 layers. You're 
lying to me right now. No, I'm not joking. And it's oh like, and in God. the morning, I make them waffles. <laughs> <laughs> not my gumdrop buttons. Okay, <laughs> I need to hear. Like, we gotta play some of that because Lord Farquaad. Well, your brother was just in a production, yeah, a musical, my, Shrek the Musical. My brother was in Shrek the Musical, and he was Lord Farquaad, and he did the show on his knees because my brother's crazy, six four. Yeah, I was gonna say Joey's brother's very very tall, so it's kind of hilarious yeah, that yeah, uh, awesome. that he played him. Also, Apple is warning people. Do not use Android USB-C chargers because of it will overheat not. the iPhone 15. Of course not. Because iPhone wants you to only use their... And I'm an iPhone guy, but man, they are so pretentious. I don't buy it. I don't buy it because I'm like, if one USB-C... What, what's the difference between another one? You know what I mean? I don't know. Remember, Apple finally did the USB-C. Because didn't the, didn't the uh, government say you had to? The government was know. like, Apple, you can't be doing your own charger cord anymore. Have no freaking clue. Okay. Also, if you're a dog owner, a dog lover, this is cool. Ancestry. We know Ancestry.com. They yep. do, you know, help you connect your family members, learn about your history. Um, they've launched a dog DNA test so you can get to know your pet better. Like, what kind of dog really do you have? What's their blend? I think that'd What's- be nice. Like, sometimes you don't know what you're... Like, if you adopted a dog or rescued a dog, you may not know, like, the total breed. And, you know, certain breeds obviously have, like, certain personality traits. Yeah, for me, I'm like... I. I don't know why I would need to know because it doesn't make Someone's that much of a Someone's going to call you, though, but... and they're going to be like, um, <laughs> hi, my my Fido is cousins with your Jackson. That's amazing. Let's meet up at the dog park. Yeah. Also, a rare $10,000 bill from the Great Depression. So this is a bank note uh, that had $10,000 written on it. Now, this is from 1934. Just sold at auction. For like $1 million? $480,000. So, so a ten thousand dollar check yeah. sold for four hundred thousand. I mean, it's from the Great Depression. Ten thousand in the Great Depression—that's Elon Billions. Musk money. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's like some Jeff Bezos I stuff know. right there. That's crazy. Makeup or breakup with Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren. It is a makeup or breakup. So here we go. We got Andrea with us. She went out with Jeff, and uh, what did she say? She was. She was very confident that she was going to hear back the first night or the yeah, next day. I think, I think the message that night. She was like, I was convinced he was going to reach out that night. Yeah, I wouldn't, or the next I wouldn't reach out the same night. Oh, I would. You would? Isn't yeah, I mean, sm- not not like right when I get in the car, but maybe had a great time. later that evening, maybe before bed. And I just pull up my phone and just say, hey, just thanks again for tonight. It was fun. Something like that. Yeah, I feel like... The three-day rule is kind of old news now with how connected people are with technology and texting and Or some people messaging. take it too far. Yeah. But three back weeks. In the, yeah, back in the day, it used to be like, oh, you got to wait three days, whatever it may be. So, Andrea, welcome to Makeup or Breakup. How are you? Hi, how are you? We're doing wonderful. Okay, so uh, tell us about Jeff. You were very convinced he was going to reach out right away and, uh, and no dice. Right. Yeah, no, Jeff was great, and I thought we had a great day. We shared an appetizer and... You know, there's just little cues you pick up on when it's going that well. And I would have bet money that I would have heard from him, him you know, that night. I, I didn't think I would have to wait, much less yeah. okay. crickets. Man, okay. you would have bet money. That's huge because you were so confident. And can I ask why? Like, why were you like, oh, yeah, we're going to go out again. He's going to message me back. I guess because everything went so smoothly. And uh, there wasn't mm-hmm. really any awkward hiccups or what should we talk about, you know. There was a definitely the getting to know you thing just sort of meshed really well. It felt like we already had passed that point, so we were able to move on and have a great date. 
And I think that's like crucial. That's the thing that you don't mm-hmm. always get. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I would agree with that. So when you, in your mind, as far as everything goes, you would, I mean, I hate to do this, but like scale of one to 10, what would you put it at as far as the date? Oh gosh, I guess this would be a nine. Wow. Oh, okay. Huge score. Okay, so you said you shared an appetizer before dinner. Um, that's kind yeah. of poking out to me a little bit, and I don't don't really necessarily know why. Uh, who picked the appetizer? Was this like a, we're getting mott sticks and nothing else because that's what I like? I no. mean, honestly, or did you no, uh, did you guys we evenly like share? Calamari, and it was um, Jeff picked it, and um, I don't I I, I know what you're thinking, maybe along the lines of oh, it stopped at the appetizer, but it was one of those drink dates, you know, meet for drinks, see how it goes, and um. We didn't really plan on dinner or anything, so we oh, got it. enjoyed okay. this company so much. We had an appetizer. Oh, okay. I am definitely, I'm that. definitely team dinner. By and the calamari. way, oh, Very calamari, oh, calamari is, is so good. Okay, so um, Andrea, let's play a song. Let's come back and call Jeff. Okay. Okay. It's time to make up or break up with Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren. It is a make up or break up. Here we go. Uh, we're about to talk to Jeff. We talked to Andrea. I get a little worried when people are just super confident. She goes, this date was a 9 out of 10. Um, I expected him to reach out later that night or the next morning, and now nothing. So when someone's so confident, sometimes that makes me more worried than someone that kind of takes a realistic view. And it's like, ah, it was an okay date. She said, I would have bet money that he would have reached out to me right away, which that does speak a lot, right? You're like, hey, this date was really good. Um, She says, originally it was just meat for drinks. To see how things go. They were enjoying time together. So they're like, oh, let's order an appetizer. And they got some food. So I don't know if maybe that wasn't what his intentions were going into. Maybe He's he like, was wanting a, dinner. I had a certain budget. And the moment that, we have to yeah. order appetizers, that takes me over my budget, whatever it may be. <laughs> okay, so let's uh, let's get Jeff's side of things. Hello? Hello, is this Jeff? Uh, yeah, sure is. Who's it? Jeff, Jeff, hi. This is Joey and Lauren in the morning, morning radio show. And, uh, um, hi. Okay. Hi, okay. Uh, so, I'm sorry, I, yeah, don't, I don't know the show. Who, that's uh, okay. What's this about? Well, so we'll explain. So we are Joey and Lauren, and then on our show, we help people with their relationships. So Andrea, who you want to date, a date with, she's a fan of our show. She said, nine out of ten date you guys had a really really good time um she's mentioned to us that she wants to go out with you again but she feels like you're ignoring her and so what we do is we kind of come in we try to make that phone call and kind of bridge the gap and see maybe what went wrong so we could tell her if there's anything at all you know she kind of wants some closure just to see (laughs) some answers tell tell us about Uh, the date in your eyes taking it in Um, (laughs) it is kind of weird andrea was great to be clear um yeah i mean you know i think she, she's awesome we you know we, we had a pretty good time and everything um but yeah i don't know just i mean i you know it, it definitely seemed like it had potential to be like super super great for for a while but there was one point she kind of made a comment that like kind of i don't know just kind of offended me and mm-hmm. um it like was very gradually a little downhill from there Okay. okay, so she, she says something that upset you, and then that kind of snowballed the rest of the date. Um, do you feel comfortable sharing with us, like, what it is that she said? Well, you know, I realize what this probably sounds it's, it's not whatever it might sound. It basically, like, just she kind of, like, made fun of how I was dressed. Uh, she made some, some, like, remark about how my shoes and belt didn't match. Okay, yeah, like, how, like how so? What did she What did she say? Hey, your shoes and belt don't I mean, match? Or? It was, you know, it was like a little ways in, and we're just, you know, sort of, um, it, you know, talking about, she mentioned she worked in retail. I was like, oh, that's, 
you know, that's cool. I was yeah. like, you know, any job I had where I worked among people. She said, yeah. And then she goes, yeah. And hey, you know, maybe I could uh, get you that hookup, uh, you know, such up with a belt that actually matches your shoes, you know, but like, <laughs> okay, that's leave. not, I don't know. That's not nice. <gasps> that's not, that's, oh, no. but I will be honest, Jeff, I felt like you were building up to something that cut deep that was personal i'm not saying Politics it's not listen I'm, that's a that's a that's a dig that's obviously a uh, rude remark well, how do you take that hey maybe i can get you a belt that yes, actually matches i know matches. but also jeff was acting like you know she questioned his religious beliefs or something like right. i don't like did she laugh at the end was there a chuckle there was definitely, yeah. I mean, she's having, you know, like kind of laughingly, but as though it was like some mm. like obvious big faux pas that I'd made, which yeah, didn't seem that to be. And she's, I mean, you know, like I'm, I mean, I, I very much mean she said something that like offended me, as opposed to like something offensive. Yeah, she didn't but say you're anything entitled the, to that. No list, but she just, you know, this kind of, I, I don't know, you know, I kind of like brush it off and just breeze past it. But after a little bit, it kind of just set in, and the longer and I couldn't get out of my head, like the longer the night went by, it was like has she been, yeah, okay, she must so, have been thinking that up until that point and then just kind of said something and i don't know it just started to really bother me i got really self-conscious so did you say anything like am i just like dressed weird or bad in in, in her eyes or something but i mean you know i tried to dress nice for this date you know but what did you say after uh, that comment did you say anything after that comment or did you brush it off I mean, it was so unexpected. I just kind of like was a little dazed, but just mm-hmm. you know, just kept just just, just brush it off and kept going. Mm-hmm. But Jeff, are yeah. you are you aware that belts and shoes should match? Like, if you wear brown shoes, you should have a brown belt. Black shoes, you should have a black belt. Or is this like new information to you? I know I've heard it before. Yeah, I, I think yeah. That but you're a guy, like, yeah. you know, like when you're wearing like a suit or yes, you're dressed like sure. formally or at least mm-hmm. like semi-formally, yeah. you know? I have one um, brown belt, but I'll be honest, I don't have any black dress shoes, so I never have to deal with this. Uh, Jeff... We can actually get a real solution to this because Andrea is with us on the other line. We would like to bring – no, it's okay. We'd like to bring her on. Andrea, this comment, I mean, it's not nice. It's not – maybe it was a joke. You were teasing. Well, tell us how you said yeah. it, Andrea, like your perspective. Hey, look, I was – I'm sorry about this, by the way, and I was totally teasing. and It's so not a big deal. I can get you a hookup on a belt if you need one. <laughs> I, I literally <laughs> wasn't reach out. That's all I was saying. I mean, I mean, you know, hi, whatever. But like, you guys hear like how you're sounding here? Like, it's 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 kind of rude. Like, you're just assuming that everybody's on the that same page. You want you one? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't need a belt. I have a perfectly good belt. <laughs> I was wearing a very good belt. I've got multiple belts. It's, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm doing okay. Can I just trying to do something nice? Yeah, Andrea, I get it, the intention behind it. Uh, Let me ask you this. So what if the roles are reversed and Jeff, you guys are sitting down, and Jeff mentions some comment about, oh, yeah, well, maybe I can one day hook you up with a purse that matches your outfit. I thought about that. Or something along those lines. Here's what I thought about. You're a hair cutter or stylist, and you go, (laughs) oh, yeah, and I can cut your hair, get you you a little bit cleaner cut. Or or I can get you those highlights you need. Yeah, it could come off that way even though you don't mean it. Do you hear that now? I guess you're right. Like, I hear it now. Like, if he, I mean, depending on what he commented on for me, I probably could have taken it as, oh, wow, he's like some male chauvinist trying to, like, control what someone wears. But I guess for me, I took it more as the fun, funny stigma of guys don't often know how to dress themselves and they don't know that their belt's supposed to match their. Sure. Well, let's do this. Let's do this because I, I actually, I think there's a lot of potential. Jeff. Do you understand she is just like, hey, I really viewed it as a favor? Yeah, I, I, I can hear that that's how she's seeing it, yeah. Uh, Andrea, from a guy's perspective, 
We, if we have a functioning belt that tightens the pants and keeps them up so we're not showing too much plumber's crack, we feel like we've won the lottery. <laughs> so I, I literally have one belt that I use for everything. So that's the mindset I'm sure Jeff has. I think there's potential here, Lauren. I don't know about you. Whether there's a belt purchased or not, I really think that this shouldn't be a deciding factor of being done with it. Yeah, I mean, I would be offended if someone... Sure. My physical oh, it's, appearance. Yeah, it's but not a great look. I guess Jeff will give you the final word here. Like, do you want to go out with Andrea again? She says she was teasing. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think it's just it's like a little too much. Uh, I don't know. It's a little too vain or superficial or something. But also, it's not really about the belt and shoes. It's about like whether you're right. She's probably right. It probably didn't quite go, you know. But like, it was just very inconsiderate of like the other person's feelings. And to me, that's mm-hmm. uh, a sign that this isn't a great match. That you're just going to kind of throw stuff at me if I make a mistake, whether or not it's going to hurt. Okay. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Andrea. I... <sighs> Why don't we find a man for you, Andrea, that already comes with the black belt and black pants situation done? But, Jeff, you do you. I I appreciate you sticking to your values and what you feel wear like was offensive. Wear whatever you want. Like, wear whatever yeah. you want, Jeff. Now I'm going to be questioning you. my belt choices. It's Joey <laughs> and Lauren. On the air, on your phone, and even your smart speaker. You're listening to Joey and Lauren On Demand. It's time for the good stuff. It's Joey and Lauren with your good stuff, your feel-good stories from the week. Get ready to cry. Get ready to cry. This story out of Iowa, man. Oh, my gosh. So 10 years ago, there's a man in Iowa. His name is Ben Clark, and he was uh, battling a rare form of blood cancer. Okay? There was someone thousands of miles away in Sweden named Jan Rolfus. And he lived in Sweden, and he was a match for a stem cell treatment. So 10 years ago, man in Iowa, rare blood cancer, found a match for some stem cell research with a man in Sweden. The man in Sweden, was able to, they were able to do this stem cell treatment, saved his life. They literally said because of this man and this stem oh cell gosh. match, saved his life. 10 years later, Ben Clark, man from Iowa, getting married who is his best man oh this my gosh, guy from sweden and the first time they met was the day before the wedding oh wow i That's know so sweet Go- look at my arm goosebumps i was wait- i was like okay 10 years i'm like trying to follow it and i'm like okay 10 years have gone by like so i'm wondering he- what what's next does he need another yeah. Or something yeah one wow. day before the wedding they met for the first time there's a picture they're both in their tuxes oh. and he he said you saved my life therefore you are my best man what if the guy was like no, I'm good. Was, what if he's like, no, I don't think yeah. so. But isn't that awesome? Like, imagine getting that call 10 years later. Says, hey, I'm the kid, you know, 10 years ago, you saved my life. I'm wow. getting married. Will you be my best man? You know what stories I love? Kind of similar to that. But, like, you'll have a, a, a mom who maybe had a child who passed away and their heart was donated to yeah. someone and oh, saved their life. Know, and then they meet that person and oh. then they hear their child's heartbeat from someone. Oh, my gosh. Those videos and stories get me every time i'm still thinking of the video i saw uh it was a while ago and it was a man that was at a diner and uh basically they set up where the family sitting next to him in the diner was the kid that uh donated like one of his lungs or not lungs but one of his kidneys or something to him and the guy had a shirt on of happy anniversary he's like oh yeah this is my shirt celebrating 10 years since i got my kidney transplant to save my life and then the kid was the one sitting next oh. to him that donated his kid. I know. Oh, my just like, gosh. Those get me. Just crying thinking about it. This is a pretty cool story. Two kids went to prom. You know, that just seems normal, right? Tatum, Kelly, and Leighton Long, they went to prom, but they met 17 years earlier. How did they meet? When they were both in 
the NICU as little NICU babies and their moms no. met and became friends. <laughs> 17 years later, together. they're now going to prom together. Oh. And they spent weeks and weeks and weeks in the NICU together. They were in the little incubators. Is that right? Is that what those are called? Uh, what are those things called? I you believe know, the, that's what yeah. they're called. Yes. But they, they were side by side. The moms met each other through that, kept in contact. All of a sudden, same age, prom time, bada boom, bada bing. That's so cool. Yeah, I thought that was really, really cool. Also, shout out to this kid in England, Jack Steele. He was so bummed because he lost his Lego man. He had a little Lego man. He lost it. So what did he do? He put a flyer up with a hand-drawn Lego man, said, please find. I'll give you two pounds. Someone found it, and he had to give him two <laughs> oh, how pounds. how cute is that? But it's such a, it's a handwritten flyer, little Wait, drawing. Wait, he had to pay? He still had to pay the person? The reward? I mean, I'm asking for it. How old is it. this kid? Hey, Legos are expensive, man. Legos are expensive. <laughs> and that is your good stuff. It's Joey and Lauren. Joey and Lauren. I'm torn on this. Interesting conversation we had yesterday about when you have someone over to your house. When you have a guest over to your house, family, friend, whatever. And when they arrive, do you need to have food ready? Like, is that is that as traditional as... You, if they're staying in your house, you get your their bed is ready, right? They, you got the sheets turned or whatever. You give them a towel or whatever it is. When someone comes to stay with you on the day of the arrival, do you need to have food ready? Because you are treating this like that is so standard that when someone walks yeah. in your door, you got a hot meal. No, I think it is. I mean, depending on the time, right? And if somebody's staying with you. But it's so weird because I always thought in my brain that there was this expectation. There is a standard that happens but I will tell you, I've been to other people's houses, whether I'm staying, passing through, staying with family, whatever vacation, and it is different depending on who I'm with. So I don't know. I always thought it was if you have somebody coming to stay with you and they arrive near a mealtime, you should be oh, having now you're a throwing meal in that ready wrinkle. for them. Yesterday, you did not throw it. You basically said like the moment someone says, I'm coming through, I'm staying with you, they could show up at 3 a.m. And it's like, well, you better have an omelet <laughs> bar. I do think there should be something available to them when they arrive because a lot of times when people are coming, they're traveling. They've had a day of traveling, whether it's flying or driving. And I don't know about you, but after a long day of travel, I'm starving. Like I want to eat. I don't care what time it is. Snack. A food meal, whatever. And but, so I I thought, you know, my mom was coming through town and I was like, we should have dinner ready for her. And you're like, eh, she's probably already eaten. Like you, you kind of brushed it away. And I was like, no, well, you we need to have a meal ready. You you made it sound like, well, naturally she will be here at 617. And so there will be a meal ready at 617, which, by the way, you want to talk about the planning of that. Oh, what if they stop at a rest stop? What if they <laughs> have some traffic they're dealing with? And I'm supposed to just make sure that when you walk in that you've got a whole thing. You got the dinner rolls. You got the everything. I just wish the whole world could get on board with this idea that I have in my head because it is so annoying. And this has happened to me before where we've had company coming and I spend the afternoon or whatever it is making them a meal or getting things ready. And they go, and oh, they we arrive picked up and a sandwich. Go, I've already eaten. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I just made all this I mean, food. communication is key. And I will say, you know what stinks? You ever been to somebody else's house and you're hungry, but you're it's too late to go out and it would be weird to be like, I'm going to go get a bite to eat. But the, the most awkward thing feels like looking at your host and saying, hey, can I eat? Yeah, I'm hungry. Do you, Do have, you food? have a snack? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, and like That's why I've, you should just have food ready. Like it should just be the thing. Snacks on hand. You offer a drink and they walk in the door. I think you offer frozen foods that can be reheated or something. I don't know if you need to have a meal. Like, for instance, if you come to my house and you're staying for a night, you're passing through, maybe you're staying for a couple of nights. And you get, whatever time you show up to my house, I will offer a frozen pizza. 
I will offer, we get these little chicken pita things. You can, you know, a frozen burrito, something like that. That feels so second thought and kind of rude. Oh, you want something to eat? I'd open up the pantry. There's some snacks in the pantry, a bowl of cereal. Nothing. So, so do they have to ask for it or are you going to get okay. it ready? No, 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 like no. that's my question. So if, if I've got family coming and staying at the house and they show up, my first question after, oh, how were the roads? How was traffic? How was the drive? Right. How was the ride over? All those kind of things. How long did it take you? I look at them and I say, do you want a bite to eat? That's the first thing I say. And then your say. bite to eat is here, ruffle through, rummage through my pantry and I grab will some make cereal? It, I will make it for them. I will grab the frozen burrito. I will grab the frozen pizza. I will I will whip up a quesadilla. All right? <laughs> I will get you a bowl of cereal, yogurt, nice little yogurt with some fruit. I just think it is the standard. If you are hosting someone, it is your job to provide a meal. So what? what is mealtime? Because this is interesting. So let's say you leave. Let's say someone's road tripping to our house. And let's say they leave early in the morning and they show up at two in the afternoon. Two in the afternoon is not a meal time. So what do you do then? I think I'm planning like kind of a late lunch oh thing gosh. or like a snack at least something. I'll probably have lunch? some sort of a platter of some food or something for when they arrive. Something. Now, let me ask you this. As a guest, should you make sure that you're full by the time you arrive to a guest home? Like, is it your responsibility if I'm driving on the road, I'm meeting up with my buddy, he's going to oh let me crash? Oh, my gosh. I don't know. Do Whose responsibility need- is is it to feed the tummy? Is it you or the, well, the person who's hosting you? If I'm traveling and staying with a friend for one night on a road trip, I am not taking the risk of showing up to their house hungry. And what if they so just had dinner? So you're not expecting dinner? to be fed? No, no. That's okay. why I'm I'm swinging by a, a drive-thru and I'm eating a burger. A okay. secu- Haven't you ever had a security burger? It's basically like it's not a full meal, but it can hold you over just in just case. In they, case. <laughs> yeah. Like a chicken sandwich. You just get it. You don't get the meal. You don't get the combo. You just get the chicken sandwich. It's a security. It's a security sandwich. And okay. it's like I, right. I could eat it if I was full. That's my uh, that's my final hypothesis. That awkward moment. This is Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren. It's that awkward moment time. Rhonda is with us today. This is a fear of mine. An awkward moment with a brand new home. A brand new home that's not your home. Uh, yeah, when you're, I, you know. I'm so nervous for stuff like this. I saw briefly Rhonda's message, yeah, and I have yeah. secondhand awkward embarrassment yeah. and shock for you, Rhonda. Kind of reminds me of when you're a kid and you're walking down the wine aisle with your parents, and they're like, do not touch a single bottle. No, this is like, way worse. Okay, this way is way worse. worse. Yeah, that's right. All right, so Rhonda, welcome to that awkward moment. Thanks for joining us on the show. All right, uh, what happened to you in a brand new home that wasn't yours? Oh, oh my God. So um, I went with some of my friends to one of those parade of homes, you know, and the, the home was just beautiful. And, mm-hmm. you know, you have to wear booties when you're walking around inside. And, you know, you have to be really careful, you know, yeah. that you don't right. bump into anything or break anything. Well, anyway, uh, they had these beautiful windows in the back, like this big thing of the sliders that go all the way over. Mm-hmm. And, of course, there was a sign on it that said, don't touch. Um, because evidently they hadn't been completely finished or installed. And okay. I guess, you know, like the kid you said in the wine store, I, you know, I'm just thinking, oh, yeah, they just don't want any fingerprints on it or something. So I touched it, and it completely fell, like out, crashed on the patio, glass broke Shut everywhere. Oh, oh, that's worse. I was oh. Oh, That's worse on, than hang, I thought. Hang on just a second. So you say you, you touched it. You had to have touched Did you try to you open to it? You it, yeah. Like, were you trying to open it? Were you, like, leaning up against it? 
you, you know, it's like it's like a moment that I just want to block out of my mind right now. <laughs> I can't even think remember. that I just touched it, but I don't know. Maybe I leaned a little too much. Yeah. Next thing I know, it, again, it was surreal. It was all of a sudden there was just glass breaking everywhere. Everyone looking oh at me. Oh, my gosh. Um, yeah. And so those it homes. did a lot of damage. Yeah. And I was freaking out because I'm like, they're going to make me pay for this. I don't even oh. know what to say. Like, yeah, this makes me feel so bad. If there wasn't you. a sign, you would be fine. The problem is there's a sign, which probably puts them in a situation where, like, hey, we already said it. You know, shame on them. They're going to put in the rose gold <laughs> faucets, and they're going to do the heated toilet seats, and they can't figure out the sliding doors yeah, yet. that seems a little crazy right? to me that right. that could even happen. And to me, I'd be like, don't have people come walk through until but, it's done. Those things are heavy, though, and, like, literally, like, if it's off track, I know exactly. I mean, literally, you can tilt it, and boom, it goes off. So Really? Dang. Right. Okay, so you try yeah. opening it, or whatever happens, and this busts or cracks or something. So what happens? Did like, you do run, you- hopefully? With the yeah. booties on. I, where did people see this? I, obviously, I thought, about it. I thought about it for a minute, but um, yeah, it cost me like eight hundred dollars <gasps> to have to pay oh for the damage. But but you're right. You know, I mean, that kind of is a liability, and yeah. I don't know. In my opinion, like that could have been dangerous for someone. Oh, my god. Honestly, gosh. I don't know why I thought. I just thought they would, you know, you know when they're building homes, they'll just add, they'll be like, oh, we'll just add another $2,000 on the asking price, so don't worry, we'll just cover it. But they, you paid for it. Holy moly. Can I say, I actually feel like $800, that's, that's very high, but also I'm like, I thought some of those doors, depending on the size, I mean, I'm not actually seeing how big it was, just going off your description, I would think it's more expensive than that. So, I mean, I guess... Yeah, that's true. I guess for me, I'd be like, I okay. would have run. I would have been the woman running down the uh, road with the booties on, just like getting out of there, you know, holding your hors d'oeuvres or whatever they serve oh there, gosh. you know, just like out. Or what would have been a boss move, Rhonda, is if it, you would have done that and then you just would have been like walking through and be like, yeah, open concept. Yeah. No, but like, just acting like, let's go see the bathrooms. We haven't oh seen the bathroom yet. It all oh. It all crossed my mind, yeah. but uh, you know, it's like it's like a deer in the headlights. You just stand there and go, "Oh my yeah. God, what yeah. has happened?" Uh, well, oh, Rhonda, thanks gosh. so much for the call. Thanks for sharing your awkward moment at a parade of homes. You ever been to one of those, like those parade of homes, man? I haven't. You know what's funny is I I know girlfriends of mine that'll all get together and they'll make like a day of it and they'll yeah. go to like all the parade of homes. They'll enjoy. I mean, it's the whole thing. And I'm like, man, I kind of want to go. The problem is if I go. I instantly hate my house. Yeah, like I come like, home and I'm like, what's this well, shoebox? Exactly. That's the thing. I'm like, <laughs> what, how, like it to me, some people can do that and enjoy it. I'm like, oh yeah, we don't have a racquetball court in our house. <gasps> I don't house. have a gosh. secret pantry. Yeah, what? exactly. Like, oh my gosh, you know? we have, we have stairs. We don't have an elevator. It's so embarrassing. <laughs> what are we doing? Uh, text us six, eight, seven, one, nine. Have any awkward moments where you weren't supposed to touch something and you did. Maybe it's at a parade of homes. Maybe it's at the store. I don't know. Let us know. We'll read your answers coming up. It's Joey and Lauren. That awkward moment. Help me, Rhonda. Help, help me, Rhonda. Sorry, I had to. <laughs> Rhonda uh, joined us on that awkward moment. She broke a sliding door at a parade of homes, a little tour, a little house tour. I still don't understand how that happens. Oh, my gosh. I would die. I, I think she was a little embarrassed to say, because she basically was like, oh, I kind of just touched it. I, I'm sure she opened it. Yeah. I, maybe she or leaned on it or something like something. that. I don't know. A part of me, we've gotten some texts already that are like, is no one going to blame Parade of Homes? You have 
hundreds of people looking through homes right. and you're not going to have the sliding doors ready to go? Well, that and I mean, I know there's a sign, but also I'm like, that's that sucks. Like if you're just trying yeah. to look at the house and open the door and how big was the sign? Was it giant on the door? Then that's the case. I'm like, hey, yeah. look at the sign. But yeah. uh, so times you've uh, broken something. I maybe have shared this story before. I was helping somebody move into a brand new home. I was with my buddy college age we're lifting a washing machine it is so heavy it's hot it's august my hands are sweaty i look at my buddy who is way stronger than me i go hey dude you need to put this down you need to put this down you got it bro you got it bro you got oh, it bro no, i, I said that. dude i'm losing it i'm, I'm losing slipping, it i'm slipping and i said i've lost it and i dropped my end of the washing machine hits their hardwood <gasps> floor chips their hardwood floor oh, no. brand new house big old chip right in the middle of the living room and she was not happy. Literally, she was like, she basically just got silent the rest of the time we were moving. Did you I mean, fix it or have no, to pay I, for no, it? No, I didn't fixed. know how to fix it. No, I you literally. You didn't like pay for it? No, I was I was helping a friend of a friend. So I, I didn't even know these people really. Oh, my God. So I'm sorry. When you ask for a friend of a friend, by the way, did it for free. Help these people move into their house for free. No hate. I'm just saying that's what you get. And I kind of blame my friend because I told him, I said, dude, we need to set it down. He's like, no, we got this. It's always a risk when you have people helping you move because they're not movers and there's not the insurance liability yeah. or whatever. If they dink something, they can fix it or something like that. But it, it sucks because you may end up with some little dinks in your walls or scratches or something. Yeah. So we asked you, have you ever broken something brand new or broken something that wasn't yours? Uh, this one says, we just moved into our house, and my son threw a ball through the window. <laughs> Imagine you just moving. Yeah. Also, I will tell oh you, when you move, in, if you've ever moved into a, a newly built home, mm -hmm. it's the biggest anxiety-ridden thing ever because you do feel like one scuff is like, it, it starts it all over. Yeah. But when you buy a home that's been lived in, it's it's character, man. It's all part of it. Yep. But it's like when you know it's brand new and you know no one scuffed it and you're the first person, it sucks. This text says, I spilled my drink on a couch during a parade of homes. Oh, my gosh. And uh, they said, luckily, all I had to do is pay for the cleaning of the couch, which wasn't terrible. But oh, could you imagine? Yeah. You're in these beautiful homes. And I mean, these there's homes tons are, of people in them. And they're staged and there's the furniture and there's all that stuff. And you, you mess it up, yeah. right? You gotta, you've got to make it right. Yeah, this one says, I spilt my Panda Express all over my uh, brother's new Cadillac. <laughs> Escalade. <laughs> who's, eating that? who's eating their to-go Panda in the backseat of a car? But That's you, just risky. I've had that, though. Your friend gets a new car. They want to take you on a joyride. But, yeah, I would say uh, let's not go pick up fried rice in an Escalade no and way. drop it everywhere. Especially a new car. I feel like there's a buffer time of where you get a new car. It's yeah. no eating allowed. And then maybe a few months later, it's like, okay, you can eat, but nothing too crazy. Yeah. And then a few months later, it's like I'm full-blown eating a meal in here. This one says, at a family reunion at my sister's house, Brand new white carpet. My son got spaghetti sauce on it. White carpet. Family reunion at a fancy house with white carpet. You're asking for it. We had a family friend growing up that had like a sitting room, right? Back when sitting rooms were very, mm -hmm. very popular, there was a sitting room and their carpet was white and their couches were white and it was a Oof, yeah. do what are you not doing? enter. Nobody's allowed to set foot in there. You know what I find interesting? You ever spill something and you can tell they're annoyed, but they try to play it cool, but they, these people, they just can't. They don't have it in them 
to like just totally act cool. So like, it's fine. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know, you know, they're just raged. When our oldest was a baby, we were looking at homes because we were trying to move and we were looking at just these beautiful homes. And I'll never forget. We were doing a, a showing. It was just us. We were at a house showing. We had our baby. I was holding him. We're walking through. He spit up. He was in the spit up phase. And he went and like puked. Landed right on the floor. Thank goodness it was the hard oh, floor that right. he puked on. I do on. remember that. Yeah. But I was like, oh my gosh, if he would have part, if he if he would have puked on the carpet. Mm-mm. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's insane. On the air, on your phone, and even your smart speaker. You're listening to Joey and Lauren on demand. Joey and Lauren. It's Joey and Lauren. I've got your Joey life hack today. So this is good. If you are looking for a way to get those Legos clean, your kids have Legos, or you've got Legos, place them in a laundry bag and throw them in the dishwasher. Cleans them right up. Really? Yeah. In the dishwasher? I don't oh, know yeah. your heat settings. I'd be oh, careful. Yeah, would they, oh, my gosh. Would they, they melt? melt? Well, no, because dishes aren't melting. Yeah, that's true. Okay, so if you want to get Legos clean, they're dirty, they're sticky, place them in a laundry bag and throw them in the dishwasher. You are welcome. All right, Lego. Yeah, Lego, they're, they're please expensive. Give me some you don't want to be just tossing them they and getting They are expensive, ones. man. I'm stunned. Every time I go to the store, like, our, our kids are not into Legos yet. Like, I mean, we have the big chunky block Yeah, but they're ones. so tiny. That's the problem. They'd be swallowing like 10 of them they're, a day. Yeah, they're not into them yet, but I've bought and uh, like purchased gifts for my friends' kids who love Legos or nieces or nephews. And my goodness, yeah, when I go pricey. down that aisle, I'm like, what the heck? I know. Seriously. Like, I, I think we're going to be the knockoff Lego family. I think my kids, Absolutely. the only time they're going to play with actual name brand Legos is at a friend's house. Okay, um, there is this video that I, I've watched probably 10 times because I find it hilarious it's sad at the same point. We're going to play it for you. So um, this is a guy that went on the street and was just interviewing families. And he was asking dads questions about their kids. Questions like, when's your kid's birthday? What color eyes does your kids have? What school do your kids go to? This person <laughs> oh, no. on the street interviewed dads and then interviewed a mom. And let's just take a listen. So dads, if you're listening Ask yourself these questions. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Take a listen. Yeah. What is your son's birthday? No, that's a good oh, one. Oh, oh, oh. That's a really good one because I don't know. You really don't know his no, birthday? No, I don't know his birthday. Do you consider you guys pretty close? Yeah. What is your daughter's favorite subject in school? Social study. Is that true? No. <laughs> what grade is your daughter going into? Ninth grade. Perfect. <laughs> nope. What's the name of your daughter's school? Um... Ash Creek. Oh. Elementary school? No. River Creek? No. Doesn't know his daughter's school? Something Creek. No. Something <laughs> Creek? What color are your daughter's eyes? Brown. All right, let's look. That is incorrect. Oh, my gosh. I have a brown-eyed daughter, though. <laughs> what is your daughter's birthday? Uh, May 17th. Doesn't know his daughter's birthday. And I don't know what year. Oh, no. Can you name your daughter's teacher? Mrs. Jones. Nope. This is Moore. It's not Moore? Nope. Who's my elementary school teacher? Can you name their teachers? Of course I cannot. No, I'm not even going to try. your daughter's birthdays? Ah, why do you do this to me? Oh, my God. I know. It's kind of sad, right? He said I give up. Oh, yeah, yesterday. Yesterday. Her birthday was Okay, yesterday. now listen to the mom. Yes. Can you name the best friend of each of your daughters? Uh, Mari Carmen Rojas. This is the mom. Jimena Lopez. Mm-hmm. 
Adamari Lopez, mm -hmm. Cristina Cornejo. Knew all so she knew all the, the name of their doctor. Fadi Torres. Knew all the knew doctors. The name of their dentist. Uh, Games Dentalin. Mm -hmm. Knew the dentist. Uh, what are your daughter's birthdays? <laughs> and then they yes, zoom in uh, on the dad. May 28, 2009. Oh, yeah, and then they zoom in on the dad, and he just looks so defeated. That's the oh that was the dad that said, "Why are you doing this to me?" His wife was standing right next the to him. So the guy. Difference between yeah. moms and dads, and honestly, that's pretty dang accurate. Like it's kind of sad, but it's also accurate. Now, Is I that accurate? I didn't grow up with my dad, so I've always thought that was my excuse. My dad. I, I guarantee you, if I called him right now, I'd say, how old am I? He would have no idea. You, I'd say, when's you, my birthday? He would have no idea the year. If for you sure. called your dad, he wouldn't know your age or nope. your birthday. Stepdad, but you too. Yeah. If I called my stepdad, who I did grow up with, I bet you he would go, uh... Like, it's so just a is dad that, thing? Is, I don't know. Is it just a dad thing? Is it something, the difference between brains? I don't know. But, like, it was... I mean, look at all the color eyes, school. I can understand teacher, maybe... I can understand teacher, right? Um, Birthdays, teacher, that makes no sense to me. Teacher, for me, feels kind of important to know who your kid's teacher is, yeah. I would think. I mean, if they're in high school and they have a whole bunch of teachers, that's a different story. I'm trying to think if I know our son's preschool teachers. Yes, I do. Okay. I, there, do you there's know, two of them. Do you know our kids' birthdays? Uh, yeah, June 8th for the youngest and September 19th for the oldest. September 18th. Sorry. Oh sorry, 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 sorry. I was a day off. <laughs> I was a day off. Maybe birthdays is the hardest. Maybe birthday. What about doctors and dentists? Do you think that's something like I should know our doctor? I know our okay. kid's doctor. Okay, you know the doctor. Yeah, okay. it's it's a, the last name is a W. Okay, I yeah. don't want to give it away. Yeah, you're, but yeah. you're good. You're, you're yeah, correct. Okay. All right, you're correct. Dentist, I have no idea. You don't know the dentist. No, name? should I know? No, I don't know. That's I don't. Right. I'll be honest. I don't know what dentist our son goes to. <laughs> I can't remember I the name of it. Do yeah. you? One last question. Do you know the weight of our kids when they were born? Like, moms, I feel like we'll never forget that. Okay. Oldest was seven pounds, seven ounces. Seven, seven. Okay. And youngest was nine pounds, eight ounces. No. No, not even close. <laughs> okay, now I feel bad. Seven, now this... seven, and nine, three. Oh, you were close. I, I had the pounds, at least. I had the pounds. <laughs> Joey and Lauren. It's time for What Did We Learn on the show today. I'm a little worried. I'll be honest. I'm a little worried about what we learned because I feel like people are not going to be happy with my... Opinion, which is if someone comes and stays at your house, I don't think you need to have a meal ready for them. You act like someone comes and stays at your house when they walk into your home, they're driving through, they just need an overnight stay, that you better have a hot, fresh meal ready for them. I just feel like there needs to be at least some sort of sneaky snack. Like if you're hosting somebody, you're feeding them, in my opinion. So we, we talked a little bit about that. This text, so incredibly specific. They said, here's the deal. If they arrive mid-morning, have light stuff, yogurt, something light. If they God. arrive afternoon, 2 p.m., you offer finger foods like meat, cheese, oh crackers. Oh, gosh. Because you know they'll have dinner later. This is this sounds like you. You're like, oh, do we have hors d'oeuvres if they arrive at 2.30? 6 p.m. or a little bit later on, they know it's dinner time. It's up to you to ho uh, as the host to either contact them to ask them what their dinner plans are on their way or you feed them, go from there. You have a meal ready. Okay. After 8 p.m., offer them popcorn and ice cream and then tell them to have a good night and go to bed. <laughs> I no longer something. want people staying over at my house. <laughs> How rude would it be if you called? Let's say you got a family member strolling through town. They're going to stay at your house. Can you call them and say, hey, would you mind picking up a pizza if you're hungry? Pick up, you know, pick up a little stuff. Are crust you paying and bring it for it? Yeah, you pay for it, but you have them pick it up, and then That's you all fine. eat that. I think it would be rude if you're like, hey, why don't you bring me pizza? It is kind of funny, though, when you really think about it. Logically, in my brain, it tells me the guest 
should pay for food because I thank you for letting me yeah. stay with you. But normally, but the it's normally the other way it. around. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm normally buying dinner or paying for food for. I'll tell you what I did the other day, Lauren. Uh, like a month ago, Lauren's sisters and mom came into town. I picked them up from the airport. It was late, so there's no way I'm gonna have dinner. So I just said, "Do you want me to stroll through Taco Bell?" And we went through the Taco Bell drive-through. There you go. That works too. So there you that go. That works. Uh, this text, you should always have a meal ready. It's respectful. Food brings us closer together. I um, agree food brings yeah. us closer together, but if I just ate dinner at 5.30 and you show <laughs> up at 6.15, man, I don't want to wait. real quick, we did talk about what your favorite condiment says about you. Yeah. I think ranch was the one that if ranch is your favorite, it means you're a humble person. Makes sense because ranch is awesome. <laughs> this text says, oh my gosh, I'm listening to you guys and I am such a ranch obsessed person. I literally tell everyone in my life to stay humble, and I even have it tattooed on my back. <laughs> so a ranch lover has yeah. stay humble tattoo. Yep, yep. See, it's a sign. It ranch people are it's humble real. people. Yeah. On the air, on your phone, and even your smart speaker. You're listening to Joey and Lauren On Demand.